0: Well, this morning I want to continue, even though it's Memorial Weekend, I want to continue our our series, Real Christianity, and I've entitled the message, Following Jesus, Following Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for uh, this weekend, as rightly already been pointed out, it's a weekend of sacrifice, and we appreciate all the men and women who have sacrificed their lives. Freedom is never free. And I do thank you for each one of them. But, Lord, we even seek a greater freedom, and that's the freedom of our souls. And that certainly wasn't free. There was a great cost to that. And so, Lord, it's only right that we celebrate communion and remember the great sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. But before we do that, Lord, we're going to look at your word. And I just ask, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here that you would manifest yourself, that you truly would give us soft hearts to receive and ears to hear these words that could bring us great victory and power. And so I'm just thanking you for what you're going to do. I ask that you fill me as always, and that I would truly be filled with you, Holy Spirit. And I ask for this in your precious name. Amen. Following Jesus is not an option, not an option For the true Christian. Unfortunately, sadly, in American Christianity, following Jesus has become an optional thing. And you have to ask yourself, how is that even possible? And the short answer is very bad theology. You know, we've been talking about being born again, the necessity of being born again. Jesus Christ was just flat out clear in John chapter 3. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you are born again. And if you've missed those messages or just really can't remember, please Just go to our website and just uh, click Media and the podcast. Those messages are just absolutely, essentially foundational. So please go over and over those. But I, I believe that perhaps the greatest problem right now existing in American Christianity is what I call superficial faith. So often I will hear things like people will say, I have accepted Jesus as my Savior. You ever heard anybody say that? Maybe... Many of you have accepted Jesus as your Savior. What inherently is involved there is what people are saying is, great, I got Jesus, and he's kind of my get-out-of-hell-free card. Other people will say things like, you know, I'm just living or moving in grace. And what that really is code for is I am now free. I am free in Jesus to pretty much do whatever I want as long as I don't hurt anybody in the process. I also hear people say, God loves me. And what they really mean by that is God wants me to be happy. Now, if this sums up your Christianity, then I need to tell you that you have a superficial Christianity. Dietrich Bonhoeffer referred to that as cheap grace. In fact, the Apostle Paul writes these penetrating words in Romans chapter 10 and verses nine and 10. Now listen to what he says very clearly here. If you declare with your mouth... Jesus is, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart, not just words, but with your heart you truly believe and therefore are justified, declared righteous by the Father, and it is with your mouth that you profess, you proclaim your faith out there to humanity, and thus you are saved, Paul is telling us there's only one way to come to Jesus Christ, and that is as Lord. Jesus is Lord. He's either driving your car or he's not driving your car. He's either driving your life or he's not driving your life. But please, please do not think that Jesus can be your co-pilot. That is not a possibility. You can't say to Jesus, you know, Jesus, I would love for you to be my Savior. I want you to keep me from going to hell but I don't want you meddling in my affairs, unless, of course, I'm in a pinch or I need something from you. If that is your Jesus, then you have an imaginary Jesus. In fact, let me give you the gospel according to Jesus. The gospel according to Jesus is found in Matthew in chapter 10. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there, otherwise it'll be up on the screen. And he says this, starting in verse 32. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. I don't know about you, but those are pretty sobering words, don't you think? See, Jesus is saying, I'm either proud of them or I'm not proud of them. How about you? Are you proud of them? Are you really proud to carry the name of Jesus? Are you afraid to wear a shirt that says, I love Jesus? I know some guy that walks around, I'm not going to name his name, but he wears a T-shirt that says, I'm a fool for Jesus. You know, it's interesting in studies done, this is kind of terrifying to me, but do you know that they have found that over 70% of Christians in the workplace, their coworkers have no idea that they're a Christian, Over 70%. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. Jesus says, don't imagine that I've come to bring peace to the earth. So often we think that Jesus is a peacemaker. Look what he said. I've come not to bring peace but a sword. Jesus is divisive. See, you're either for him or you're against him. There's no in between. There is no middle road. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. Isn't that something? He's going to divide households, and he has, and he will. If you love your father and mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. Take up your cross. That's total surrender. We're going to talk about this a little bit more. That's death to your own life. If you cling to your life, Jesus says, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will find it. Jesus is telling us at the very heart of his gospel is death. At the very heart is the cross. You cannot go And experience Jesus and ultimately connected to the Father without going through the cross. Frank Ray can't get there unless I go through the cross of Jesus Christ. You can't do it. You've got to die. You've got to say in your mind, I'm dying. I'm giving up my life. My goals My dreams, I'm laying them down. In fact, Jesus is clear in Luke chapter 9 that you need to do it daily and then I need to do it daily. In fact, two weeks ago, Paul said it like this in Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. Remember? He kind of changes up the metaphor. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead, I plead with you. Give your bodies to God because all he has done for you, let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind he finds acceptable. This is truly the only way to worship him. The only thing that God wants from you, the only thing that he wants from me is me. He doesn't care about my money ultimately. He doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. But he does care that I give him the totality of myself. I'm going to ask you, Have you really done that? That's all that you can do. When you come to the cross of Jesus Christ, you see him. You say, Jesus, the only thing I can do is plead for mercy and your grace. And I receive everything that you have. You are now my Lord. And you fork over your life to him. You see, it's only by dying, giving of yourself, that the Holy Spirit can be released in you. You know, it's so interesting. Being in American Christianity now for some 35 years, so often the question is just how? How can I have a better marriage? How can I be a better parent? How can I excel and be satisfied in my job? How can I just be more happier and satisfied with life? How, 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 how? And you know what? What's interesting is what we do in American Christianity, we're going to give you a lot of information. It might even be good information, but we will bury you in information. We we will give you sermon series. We will give you books. We will give you tapes. We will give you conferences. We will give you, you know, seminars. And you know what the intriguing thing is? The thing that absolutely blows my mind we have a thousand times more information than the early church did. The early church of the first 300 years, we have far more information than they ever did on marriage and parenting, having healthy families, finances, work, professional life, spiritual growth, evangelizing. And you know what the ugly truth is? The ugly truth is they excelled far more. And we do in every one of these areas. Every one of these areas, they, they beat us. I mean, head over heels. Let's just take marriage for a moment. We have a plethora of stuff, great information, seminars, we, you know, conferences, books, sermon series. You know what our divorce rate is? Hovering at 50%, quite often the evangelical church's divorce rate supersedes the secular one. Anybody know what the early church divorce rate was? Less than 5%. Less than 5%. Let, let's talk about parenting for a moment. That's a favorite topic, isn't it? Again, you go to the Christian bookstore, there's tons of books on Parenting. There's tons of conferences on parenting. Pastors have done series after series on parenting. How is it that when our kids go to college, we lose 70% of them, at least 70% of them, to the, to the secular world? How's that possible? Would you say that something's horribly wrong? How about this one? Perhaps most tragic of all, you take the early church. I mean, these are a ragtag group of people. And within 300 years, this ragtag, I mean, mind-blowing stuff. And they're infiltrating the Roman culture, the Roman Empire. I mean, it's like leaven. And after 300 years, Christianity becomes a state religion of Rome. They've so much impacted Rome that they've actually changed some of their customs and they're rewriting their laws to reflect Christianity. Isn't that, no, isn't that astounding? Wouldn't you like to know their secret? That was a question, actually. I don't know. Come on. Europe, the West, do you know what's happening? We're in full retreat. I've been in Europe. It's being infiltrated by Muslim, Islam. Are you kidding me? Paganism, secularism is like a virus and it's just eating up American Christianity. You know, the the, the tragic reality is it's, it's, and I'm in my, on my watch, and it's it's killing me to see Christianity dying here. What is going on? Do, do you know, though, that the Apostle Paul saw our day? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He absolutely saw our day. In fact, Skip, can you put up Second Timothy chapter 3? 2 Timothy chapter 3. And so, dear brothers and sisters, nope, that's not it. That's Romans 12. You got that, Second. Well, I'll tell you what, I have it here in my Bible. That's why you actually bring a Bible up here. Now listen to this. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. Hmm. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will consider nothing sacred. Skip, can you play the video for a second? In the end of days they will not consider they will consider nothing sacred GQ magazine says it's not worth your time to read this but go ahead go ahead and watch the notebook They will be unloving and unforgiving they will slander others they will have no self control they will be cruel and hate what is good They will betray their friends be reckless and puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God now watch this They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. That is scary stuff. Paul is telling us at the end of days, there's going to be scores and scores of religious people, people that go to church People, you know, that might give some money in the plate. That people, you know, that might volunteer some time. But he says, you know what? The shame of the whole thing is they're just—they have this religious superstructure, this outward facade. But he said they're not changing. They're not changing. Right. They're still full of strongholds. They're still full of addiction. Wow. It's just all a facade he's saying in the end of days. Let me challenge us now. The Apostle Paul writes these stunning words in Ephesians chapter 5. Skip, we got those, verses 17 and 18. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine. In other words, don't allow worldliness to control you. That's what alcohol does, because that's going to ruin your life. He said, instead imperative, be filled, be controlled by the Holy Spirit. You see, the Christian life is about victory. The Christian life is about power. The Christian life is a supernatural life where grace is flowing through you in the person of the Holy Spirit, and you have power. You are victorious. You ride above your circumstances. That's the real Christianity. That's what we're talking about here. That's possible, I want you to know, still today. And you know, when the Holy Spirit is filling you, and the only way he can fill you is how? See, and we're going to talk about this in the weeks come. It's only, someone just said it, by dying. By dying! See, it's not taught. Because they say, well, Joel said this could be negative. It'll hurt your feelings. And he's not doing anything for you. American Christianity's not doing anything for you. Because you see, it's only when you die and practice daily dying that the Holy Spirit can fill you. That, that is an imperative. You do it. If you're a born-again believer, you do it. You can do it. I can do it. But you can't do it by being full of yourself. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And it's beautiful when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Look what happens. I don't have time right now because we're going to move to communion. But we'll be going over this because we're just doing basic Christianity. But you look at this afternoon, it's raining, so you have time. You don't have to worry about the Giants losing a game. I guess we're in baseball season. I guess the Yankees are doing pretty good. But, you know, not waste your time on that either, all right? But... Um, if you look at Ephesians 5, 17, look at 19 and following. What happens when a person's full of the Holy Spirit? They have joy. They have a thankful heart. Now now get this. I would love to have a seminar. They have a submissive spirit, by the way. They have a humble spirit. Then he goes into husbands and wives, parenting and, and, and labor relationships, employee relationships. It's awesome. Let's see. My marriage seminar is this. Wives... Respect your husbands. Done. Husbands, love, cherish your wives. End of marriage seminar. Well, you go, that's it. That's it. You know, because see, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, guess what's going to happen? He gives you the ability to understand and do it. He gives you the ability to, 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 to the power to not only understand it but to do it. What does it mean to cherish a well, guy? Goes, I don't know. I need a checkoff list here. It'll happen for a week, and, and it's over. But see, if you're filled with the Spirit, you you know what to do, and you have the power to do it. Fathers, don't choke the life out of your kids. Is what it says. instead love them, train them to follow Christ. We can go into employee-employer relationships. See, I just want you to know, we'll, 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 we'll go more over this, it is not a knowledge game. That's my only point. It is not a knowledge game. It is a power thing. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit flowing through you, you will be defeated no matter how much knowledge you have. But when you finally come to Christ and you surrender and you practice dying daily, now you're going to begin to really live and overcome strongholds and addictions.